Now it's time for the rural news with Monique Steele. And Monique, the Gisborne Mill is shutting down. Yes, Japanese-owned forestry company Jukin has told 60 staff this morning they will lose their jobs in the week before Christmas. 20 more staff will also be impacted once the mill fully shuts by March next year. Ongoing financial difficulties and falling demand are behind the decision to close the nearly 30-year-old mill. It processes radiata pine into wood products for the Japanese housing market. Gisborne Mayor Riet Stoltz says it's a sad day for the region, which is still recovering from a few challenging years. We've been through close to three years of COVID, and in the last year we've been struck by two cyclones and several severe weather events. So it is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking that Jukinisho um, have to shut down the mill. My heart breaks for the whānau affected. Mia Stoltz says forestry is a huge part of the local economy, but it's not an easy environment at the moment. The forestry industry is having a tough time, so this will be really tough news for anyone today here in Gisborne. People have their roots here in Gisborne. They, their partners is possibly employed here in Gisborne. Their kids will go to school here. So this is their place. So it is really tough, even if you do offer alternative employment, just to up and go. Notices of redundancies are expected to be issued in the coming week. To other news, it's a case of so far so good for a wider upper grower at the peak of the very short flowering season for export peonies. Ian Fletcher of Boundary Gardens grows 9,000 plants over a hectare in Masterton and has been exporting for about a decade. He says good weather has helped he and his small crew frantically picking since about November 5th. There is a peak, which we're at over the next two or three days. So we'll be getting, you know, several thousand stems uh, a day into the chiller and, you know, sorting them out and grading them and packing them, getting them off as quick as we can. So picking furiously this time next week, I bet we'll be down to picking less than half a day and putting most of our effort into, into packing. And in three weeks' time, I think we'll be tidying up. So it's as sharply seasonal as that. It's an economic miracle, it really is. He says time is of the essence to pick the fragile flowers, which are sent to Chile, the US and the Netherlands. If the flowers are out, it's too late. We pick them when they're just beginning to be soft and um, showing signs of opening. If they've opened up, it's far too late. So you imagine picking, picking a, a big squishy golf ball on a stick is, is what we're after with signs of pink and signs of the petals beginning to open and that sort of thing. But if they're wide open and looking looking beautiful, then, then I've, I've failed. That's Ian Fletcher of Boundary Gardens, and New Zealand exports about $3 million worth of peony stems each year. To the latest from the sale yards, we spoke to Suze Bremner of AgriHQ earlier today. Well, stallion markets at the North Island sale yards have seen some market adjustments in the wrong direction, unfortunately, though no one is particularly surprised about that. At fielding last Friday, the average per head price came out at $80, though that was then adjusted to $75 at Stortford Lodge on Wednesday for the same average live weight of just shy of 27 kilos. How are things looking for beef? Well, while the focus is still very much on store cattle trading, the prime cattle market isn't going entirely unnoticed. Short-term prime steers have had a solid week as low volume coupled with a few processes looking for gaps has helped. 
So most offered at the yards that are over 550 kilos have traded at $3 to $3.15 per kilo on both islands. What's been happening in the store cattle market? Well, yearling bulls were actually a big feature at Stortford Lodge this week due to two annual draft consignments. You almost forgot that they were actually yearlings, though, as the top lines were close to 500 kilos. So they were a really fantastic representation of Hereford and South Devon breeding and were a credit to the vendors as they are each year. The Hereford sold as service bulls to Waikato and the tops made 1540 to 1680. And the South Devon consignment sold for finishing at 1320 to 1630. Now we've also had another round of dairy beef wean affairs in the North Island that's tested that market again. And though we are starting to see prices ease back a little bit as buyers fill up, the market is actually still similar to last year and up on the five-year average, which is a fantastic result for rearers. Frisian bulls at Frankton, Taranaki and Fielding averaged 110 to 115 kilos and they made 520 to $555 this week. So South Island sales were a bit quieter, mainly due to Canterbury Show Week, but I'm sure they will be back in business next week. That's Suze Bremner of AgriHQ. And let's finish today with some more action from the New Zealand Agricultural Show in Christchurch, where the best hogs have been crowned at the Supreme Pig Competition. The Stein Swine Society has taken home the prestigious award. Group member William Miller says they've been breeding pigs for about eight years, and this was their first big win. The event is always a spectacle, with teams preparing their pig to look its best, and the teams dress up too often matching what the pig is wearing. President of the Boar Breeders Association, Sean Spencer, says entries were up this year, with more young people getting involved. The entries are looking really good. So we've got 33 entries this year. Um, probably the biggest uh, category that's grown for us is the under-18 category. So we've had six this year. We've grown from sort of two entries there. Mr Spencer says the rural sector is tough for young people right now, so the competition's a great opportunity to get them off farm. And for the first time at the show, there's been a big focus on wool, with a special area showcasing all its potential uses. Merino clothing, carpet, furniture and even a kayak made from wool are all on show. Former president of the New Zealand Agricultural Show, Tim Black, has been chatting to people in the wool exhibit. Just to give the public visibility in the product that we grow here in New Zealand, um, it is such a fantastic fibre with so many different uses. We just need the wider population to understand its benefits and, and to see what great uses there are. So hopefully more consumers will be buying it. Tim Black says New Zealand companies are doing a great job of marketing wool and interest is growing in it. And that's the rural news for this week. Kia pai tōra.